You're listening to Don't Take Bullshit from Fuckers with your hosts Greg Barrett and Kane Holloway. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. My name's Greg Barrett. I'm Kane Holloway. And uh, we're thrilled to have you along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Don't take bullshit from fuckers. That's it. That's all there is to it. Simple. Simplest thing in the world. Yeah, it's really simple. Hopefully you've been listening for a while now. Yeah. And you've been enjoying us. Started from one, now you're here. Hopefully you can just smell bullshit. You can smell it. Right now we've trained your senses. So that you can smell bullshit so you don't have to take it? <laughs> yes, we're we're like the spider in Spider-Man. We're radioactive. Yep. We've bitten you, and now all of your senses are heightened when it comes to smelling bullshit and seeing fuckers. You can see them through the walls, baby. Fuck yeah, you know when one's coming. Mm-hmm. You can avoid them. You got Predator Infrared. How many more movie references can I do <laughs> before segment one, before we even get to the question? Yeah, we haven't even got to the question yet. Oh, man. We had a good week last week. We had a tremendous A lot of people listening to the show. A lot of people coming aboard, following the Don't Take Bullshit From Fuckers Instagram, sending us their thirst traps. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nicole in the making is not only in the making as Nicole, but she's a star in the making because this motherfucker came to play. (laughs) She sent her thirst trap? I don't know if I saw it. She sent a thirst trap? Not only that, she shared the story on her own Instagram and tagged us a bunch in it. And then fucking... Oh, maybe she, maybe I did see it. It's gone now. But she did a whole... She, like, recapped the whole story for us and then shared the show on her Instagram to get people... Because she's also a blogger. So go follow Nicole in the making. <laughs> fucking see what she has to offer, too. She's a boss. And then her, she had her followers fucking sharing the show. And if, if you're just joining the show for the first time and you don't know what we're talking about, mm-hmm. just really briefly, Pat, who's our producer... Yeah accidentally quote unquote sent a picture of himself to one of our fans holding his dog holding his dog sal just kicking it on his couch kicking it which we've decided is the thirst trap photo of the year so we all took them last week i took a picture of myself with my dog waffles yeah with waffles and kane took a picture with griffy my cat yeah oh my god and it just it blew up we got so many Kane got an actual hey if you're ever in, if you're ever in New Jersey or something yeah. like that, right? Let me find it. Yeah, it was so that's amazing. Great. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I got like uh, two smiley faces. <laughs> oh, look at that old man with his dog. <laughs> I'm sitting there with Griffy and my bald ass head. I don't look good in this picture at all, which I did on purpose. And then somebody comments, "Meow." Which is just a great way to open us in. Mm-hmm. And then it says, hit me up when you're near the Jersey Shore, which will probably be never because it literally stinks here, but hashtag pizza. So all the things to get to my heart are <laughs> to reference my cat, say the words hit me up, and then reference pizza. Like, I know exactly what the date's going to be. It's going to be pizza on the Jersey Shore boardwalk. And I've never been to the Jersey Shore boardwalk, but what I know from the show... I'm going to get into a fist fight with somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something bad. Someone's going to step to you. <laughs> yeah. We also got from Laura Hamilton, one of our Aussie listeners. She sent a picture of her kangaroo spread out like that. She looks like the kangaroo looks like how Burt Reynolds spread was in Playgirl. Okay. 
And she says, oh, my God, so sorry. My kangaroo meant to send that to someone else. My kangaroo. <laughs> That's fucking fantastic. That's fantastic. So funny. That kangaroo does look like it's trolling for me. <laughs> wants it wants sex badly so badly <laughs> so badly <laughs> laura's kangaroo wants sex uh let's see what else do we get here a bunch of people just laughing at all of the thirst traps yeah and then a bunch of people sent their thirst traps all over the place everyone is harding and loving the original pat uh, we'll keep getting messages like that's a great picture <laughs> fuck boy pat and pat then, is still the fuck boy of yeah. the episode Elle says, hearing you guys laugh so hard at her cow picture. She sent the cow oh, picture Oh, she sent the week. cow looking over her shoulder? Yeah, she was like, it was the highlight of my entire week, and it made me dream of a better life. Well, back to doing corporate taxes. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, Lucky you. You motherfucker. But it was probably my favorite week of podcasting, <laughs> I think, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. That was so this much This is going to be a letdown just by comparison. Yeah. Like, if you like last week's show, go ahead and take a breather right now. Mm-hmm. Because this one's going to come in low. Yeah, it's going to be like it's going to be like the first Star Wars is when he sent the thirst trap. Then Empire Strikes Back is when Nicole sent the voicemail explaining her part. <laughs> right. And this is Return of the Jedi. It's a real big letdown. There's just nothing really happening. <laughs> yeah. It's just a recap. Yeah, it's of a recap the of, of the last two. <laughs> You already know it. Yeah, the thrill is gone. We're gonna we're trying to bring it home with a punch, but uh, you know, right now we're still reeling from Thirst Trap Tuesday, which will be a thing. I would like to keep going. I won't put up the old Thirst Trap photos, but if everybody feels so inclined, when the because ep- our episodes come out on Tuesdays, if you feel like sending in a Thirst Trap photo with your animal or stuffed animal, as it were, yeah, you uh, can, yeah. Or you can send just a picture of your animal, but we'd prefer you be in the picture. We would love it if you were in the picture. But if you're a fucking kangaroo, hang out on your own. That's fine. <laughs> Put your, that kangaroo wanted to be in the whole photo. I love that she has a kangaroo. <laughs> She's got a kangaroo, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, if you can top kangaroo thirst trap, if you can top no, that. No, don't do that, because then people won't do it. Oh, that's a good point. It's really hard to top a kangaroo. It is hard to top Nobody a saw that coming. <laughs> Nobody said, fuck, we'll probably get a bunch of kangaroo picks. <laughs> so tired of kangaroo picks. If I had a nickel. Nothing blows up a phone. Like, dick pics are the biggest, but kangaroo's second. <laughs> it goes dick pics and then kangaroo, kangaroo picks. picks. People it's love the kangaroo really picks. really upsetting. How many times has that guy sent me a picture of his kangaroo? I don't, it's countless. In fact, I don't even know what to do with it anymore. I don't even know. I, I, won't even, I don't even know the guy and he sends a kangaroo pic. <laughs> I don't even know him. First thing he does is a kangaroo pic. And it just says, bored in quarantine. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, I think that should actually be a thing. I think rather than sending a dick pic... Which at this point is so passe. Absolutely. Just if there's a girl you like mm-hmm. and you're an inappropriate person mm-hmm. who was going to open with a dick pic. Yeah. Why don't you just reel it in and send the kangaroo pic send instead? A, find a sexy kangaroo. And just send it. And just send it. Just find send one of those kangaroo. fucking buff ones. You know those ones that are always like yoked out? <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know the one we have sent to us of the kangaroo lounging. Yeah, she's lounging. She's, she's relaxed. Lounging, relaxed, just Chilling. like ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not wanting to fight yet. She doesn't want to put anything in her pouch. She's not ready for that kind of commitment. Yeah. You know, she just <laughs> condoms and, and wine coolers. Wine coolers. <laughs> Advil. What would, you, <laughs> what would you keep in your pouch if you had one? <laughs> 34 year old sober cane? Yeah. I would probably have soda water. 
and um, hand sanitizer for sure. Yeah. <laughs> in my pouch. Yeah. <laughs> and a baseball hat for when it's too sunny. <laughs> you know, got to protect the old scalp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bald man. <laughs> Fuck, dude. My bald spot is bigger than it used to be. But you still have all that hair up there. I got a bunch of hair in the front. It looks good. Like, I can pull it off, but yeah. but I burned my head the other day. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough skin showing for it to burn oh, in the sun. That's that's just fantastic. Yeah. That's all right. I'm 56. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 56, bald spot. It'd be weird if you didn't have a bald spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like an old shirt that's worn through a little bit. Yeah. And we can see Just your worn bare through in chest. the back. Yeah. <laughs> or in the back, whatever. <laughs> we can see your nipples or, oh, you know, your yeah. shoulder blades. Wow. You took that to a... You went fucking kangaroo on me. I certainly did. Kangaroos, man. They are sexy. And that is one sexy kangaroo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you keeping in your kangaroo pouch? A pocket knife. <laughs> In case shit goes crazy. Just if shit goes, just no, but like a good, like a Swiss army knife. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, with all the, the appropriate tools yeah. for if I need to get out of a situation. Mm-hmm. And um, in case you need to open a can of beans, don't worry. I got me a pocket knife. I got a fucking Swiss army. <laughs> I got a Swiss army knife. Yeah, my phone. Oh, yeah, I forgot about my phone. I put my phone in there, mm. in my pouch. If I had a pouch, I wouldn't need a phone. I'd keep taking things out of it. I can't mm. stand having stuff in my pockets. I no. take my, I empty my pockets all the time. Yeah. I, would, I would never have anything in my pouch. I'd be pulling stuff out of it. <laughs> I'd be always pulling stuff out of my pouch. Would you, if you were back in the dating world and had a pouch, mm-hmm. would you volunteer to hold stuff for your date in your pouch? Like if you went out and she was like, oh, my purse is... And then you're like, if you want to keep your lipstick in my pouch, you can. You just kind of like pull it open. Yeah. <laughs> just just, just, drop, just, just drop. drop it in there. <laughs> my pouch is clean. Don't worry about it. I clean my pouch. Oh, wait. There's some change in there. Oh, God. Hold on. <laughs> Ew. It's like belly button lint when you're like haven't you been in there in a while. You down there. You find an old candy. Oh. <laughs> an old candy? It's like oh. kind of out of the wrapper. Oh, look. It's just a squeezed up old box of runts. <laughs> I got a squeezed up old box of runts in my pouch. I don't even remember eating runts. I don't remember buying these. Do I like runts? Did I get these at a Halloween or something and stick Why them in there? In my, I do remember one Halloween. I forgot my bag, so I just had them put candy in my pouch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember picking runts out. Also, for a Halloween, Halloween's going to be coming up pretty soon because you know how it works. When it's September, it's already October. That's how capitalism is. Are you a person that hands candy? Or do you let people grab candy? And with COVID, are you going to even accept trick-or-treaters anymore? Well, we don't have that many because there's no street lights on our street. So it just mm. goes black. Oh. But no, I won't be. I mean, if somebody knocks at the door and they're little kids with masks and then also dressed like princesses or whatever. Yeah, of course, I'll give them some candy. I like to hand the candy. You're a Sometimes I let them grab, but mm. I don't care for the grabbing. It's rude. <laughs> there's always too much grabbing i don't like it i like it better if i may, i decide what you get it is kind of really weird the mentality of a child is they're like all right this is one of like a hundred houses you're gonna see today and then you go you open the door and then they'll let you grab in the bowl mm-hmm. and then you just start fucking grabbing as much candy but you do it for every house as if the next house isn't gonna have candy <laughs> no yeah 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 what a yeah. weird mentality yeah 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 that's some bullshit. It is some bullshit. It is. Don't fucking grab at my candy bowl. No, let me decide. Yeah. I'll slap your hand. <laughs> I will slap your hand. Grab, slap. <laughs> grab, slap. 
What if I just filled my pouch up and came to the door with my pouch out like this? Like my pouch is just filled to the brim. And you're like sick. You're like, ugh. Here you go. And then you can just grab candy, but you have to take it out of my pouch. And every time the doorbell... Would you, if a guy came to a door and had your favorite candy, but it was in his pouch, would you, would you take it or would you be grossed out? I would be absolutely grossed out because it would feel like if you and I went to the movies and you never let the popcorn off of your lap, right. like you just never passed it to me, I'm like, and he I'd cut make, a hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd make you reach. I'd make you reach. Yeah. Oh, Especially if you took the candy out of the pouch and it was like warm a little bit. <laughs> like this, like the the ending scene of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where she gives. I wonder how much room is in those pouches. I've, enough to keep a little baby kangaroo. So how much is a little baby kangaroo? Probably a, a hefty bag of Tootsie Rolls. It's kind of cool to grow up in a pouch. It would be cool because you can look out. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then you can go back down for a little bit, and nobody knows you're there. It's like Not a if fort. You don't want them to know. Yeah, yeah. Unless somebody reaches into the pouch. Yeah, and then you'd be like, hey, oh, 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 do I go into your house? Oh, I bet it's so And then gr- punch your mom in I the bet stomach? it feels so weird inside of a pouch. <laughs> I bet it's awesome. Oh, I bet it's weird. Oh, my God. She probably sings. I would, I would want... I bet my, it's kind of wet in there. I, it's for sure wet. It's like the egg in fucking Aliens. It's for sure wet in there. There's no it's way it's not wet. It's wet inside of a pouch. Yeah, yeah. Would you still take the candy if I had it? Fuck no. You have to have a, a cartoon kangaroo pouch. You can't have an r- actual real kangaroo pouch. No, I'm going to get a real kangaroo no, pouch. No, <laughs> I'm going to have one. And you're just going to put like fucking petroleum jelly in there just to, so it's, it's just as real well, as a real. To, I need to keep it moist. Ew, man. Don't say that. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, it's got to be moist. Yuck. <laughs> We haven't talked about anything of substance on the show so far, no, and haven't. I feel like that's the way the show should continue. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten to our question. No. We've been talking about having pouches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've been telling people to send kangaroo pics. I would like to see, like, if you can find, like, a sexy shark, that's the next pick I want to get. Nice sexy shark. Shark pictures are all the same. They have fucked up faces that are always the same. Not if, they're, they're, not they're if not... they show their belly. They're like showing their white belly. Sharks are easy. Everybody likes sharks. Nobody likes sharks. sharks. People love their shark week. Yeah, but they don't like sharks. They want to see sharks fuck shit up. They don't. No one wants to fuck a shark. You know what I mean? Other shark? No, not even that. Because that's not how sharks work. You know how sharks work. They like pee on eggs or whatever. That's how sharks work. Nobody's fucking a shark. That's why they're so goddamn angry. (laughs) They don't pee on eggs. They pee on eggs. That's exactly how it works. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. You should watch Shark Week. The eggs grow outside? Yeah, they grow in a little, like, salmon. And then a, a male shark how comes How come we in. don't eat shark? How come we don't eat shark eggs? That's a good question. That's a <laughs> damn that, good question. Because that's a caviar, isn't it? Yeah. Or maybe sharks are born. No, of course they're not born. Because don't only ma- only you know what? Now, you know what? Now we're getting to a whole thing I don't know. We're getting into a whole thing I don't know, and that's how sharks are born. <laughs> I don't know it. Because I don't want to make a statement like, only mammals like give birth. I think only mammals give birth. So then, then sharks don't give birth. Right. But do sharks give birth? Sharks, actually, exhibit a great diversity in reproductive modes. There okay. are egg-laying species 
and live bearing species. What's up? Holy shit. We some were for both everybody. Kind of, yeah, we were both kind of right. Some for everybody. Mm-hmm. So some of them fuck then. How does that work though? <laughs> do they swim fuck? Oh my god, do they swim fuck? I they must swim fuck. Oh, swim fuck. Now that that is a relationship goal for anybody. To swim fuck? You want to get to a point where you're like because you know how our whole motto for relationships, the early parts of a relationship are fuck, eat, fuck, sleep. Yeah. Well, eventually, you're going to need to spice it up. And I think the next logical step is to get into a stream, like a steady like flow where you're, you're swimming together, and then you start to fuck, and you swim fuck, <laughs> like sharks. I'm fairly certain you're not going to get another girlfriend. <laughs> I want to talk. I'm fairly certain. Like I, I was wondering. I was like, Kane's pretty good looking and pretty cool, and <laughs> he's coming off something pretty big, and it'll be a while, but he'll get somebody. And then I think, no, no, that's I, not necessarily true. I posted an ugly picture of myself with a cat, with my cat, and I still got hit up. So you know, oh, that's I think true. there's somebody out there who thinks that swim fucking would be it's dangerous and gross, but that's also part of the fun. Also, I have another thing. We can touch on it later in the show. But I want to ask your guys' opinion and also the listening audience an opinion about a date idea I have for somebody I would want to, like, actually have a relationship with. But we'll, you know, we'll get to it. It's a date you want to go on with somebody that you like. Yeah. As opposed to the date that you go on with the person you don't like. No, meaning, like, the first date is someone you don't know. So you have to get to know them. Right. Right. So this is a date further in the evolution of the dating process. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I really like her. I want to spit out this idea. And I hope she likes this idea. Should we take the question or should we just skip it? Let's see what the question is. I think we should skip it. We can always cut cut it. I want to do a different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do a different podcast. Okay. This is kind of long. I'll try and edit it. Hi there. I hope you are doing well. I have a random question that seems to be bugging me, and I would love advice on what to do. There's been this guy that's been asking my cousins and friends about me, but without asking me, and they've been telling him I'm too good for him. Okay. Damn. This has been a few years now. My cousin recently married his brother, so I have been around his family quite a bit the last couple months. He didn't really talk to me whenever I was over. I was hoping he would. And I worry what my cousin's friends may have said to him since they never set us up. So at the wedding, I chatted it up with him and made conversation, etc. I didn't get his number. And I'm now wondering if I should just request him on social media to show my openness to connect on my end. My biggest worry is honestly that my friends and cousins don't want me to connect with him at all since they've never set us up. Or directly asked me if I was interested in him. So her cousins have not intervened in a way that she would like. Yeah, her cousins kind of fucked her over. Well, maybe this guy is a piece of work. Possibly. And maybe they've done her a great service. That's a possibility. But also, I like to think about it like this. If he's such a shithead to where they have to like pre-warn him that this girl is too good for him. So the next thing he does is not try and hit on her, wouldn't that mean that his personality is actually pretty decent? That his his demeanor and his way that he conducts himself is actually not that bad of a guy? He heard that she's great and also might be someone that they don't want him to corrupt, and so he like takes that information in and then doesn't make a move? Or is he a guy who doesn't have the, a mind of his own? 
and go, I don't care what you say. I think she's awesome. That's also a good point. If he's completely swayed by other people's opinions on also, yeah, if you don't know you could tell me all kinds of shit about a girl that I think is awesome. She's great and I suck. Alright? This is the, right? This is the, the, the scenario. Sure. So if I suck and I'm having my friends who are her cousins tell me that I suck I suck so much that I don't belong in a relationship with her, what does that say about her? Nah, I don't know. Exactly. I would just either be interested in her because I was interested in her or not. Yeah. And I feel like he maybe is not interested in her. Otherwise, he would have got her number at the wedding. If she wants to add him on social media, I guess that's fine. Like, yeah. okay, then you're open to the conversation and maybe something can happen. But it seems like she's doing more of the chasing at this point. Yeah. There's too much meddling. There's far too much meddling. Yeah. What a fucked up friendship, too. Hey, um, your cousin, I think, is really pretty and awesome. Uh, what's her deal? Oh, um, she's a saint, and you're the devil. <laughs> so, so stay the fuck away from her. Go to fuck off town. Because, uh... <laughs> Take your pouch and get on over to fuck off town. You fucking wet-bellied kangaroo <laughs> with your damp pouch. Fuck off. Is that a box of runts? Why do you have that? And nerds? Get out of here. You're disgusting. If you're going to pursue the guy, if you want to pursue the guy, then just, and that's your feeling, go with your gut feeling. So yeah, add the guy and then make the move. Because there are times where you you feel very, very confident in yourself. I've had this. You feel very, very confident. And then you walk into a scenario and then there's just people in there trying to sabotage it for whatever reason. And then you just can't help but inhabit that. You're just like, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I don't. And then, like, the wind is completely out of the guy's sails. I think she should add him and then immediately block him. (laughs) (laughs) That would be hilarious. Soon as he responds, block him. Mm -hmm. And I think that'll get his attention. Yeah, then unblock him and go, oh, sorry, my finger slipped. How are you doing? And then when he responds, block him. (laughs) Just kind of do this game where you keep blocking him. Blocking him and unblocking him. Send him a picture of you with your pet, then block him. (laughs) Thinking of you, block. Just never let him respond. (laughs) Keep asking him questions and then blocking him. Like immediately. Just immediately. Immediately. How are you? What's what's up? Block. Block. (laughs) You up? Block. I got to see Tenet this weekend. Um, have you seen it? Block. Block. <laughs> Would you want to go see Tenet with me if the movies were open? Block. Block. <laughs> Always be blocking, I think, is the slogan <laughs> of this podcast. Always be blocking. Always be blocking. Blocking people as much as you possibly can. Coffee is for blockers. Yeah. <laughs> block people. and Just block them. Block everybody. Block anybody and everybody. I, I muted somebody the other day, and it felt great. Isn't it great? Oh, it felt great. Yeah. I was so tired of there. And it's one of those things where I was like, I don't want to have to mute this person. They're an old friend, but they're an anti-masker, and I'm just like, I can't do it. Oh, my God. Really? I just can't do it. Yikes. I, and I don't want to fight with them about it. And I want that. I mean, look, if you don't have your mask on, you lose. Not me. I don't care. Right. But take right. your mask off. Take it off. Have it off. Yeah. Come on into the store without your mask. Yeah. Go ahead. Spit all over the vegetables. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's foolish. That's foolhardy. Yeah. 
but I put him on mute and I and it just it got more peaceful over on my yeah I've done that I have a whole thing now where I take my phone away from myself I'll post something and then I throw my phone into my room and then I close the door and I walk away the amount of joy I got from not because that impulse to go and check my phone yeah especially now that there's like I'm not dating but beforehand when I was like on hinge and stuff my impulse was like, oh my god, I gotta see if I got a message from a from a lady. I did. Oh, she also has Game of Thrones theories. <laughs> Just fucking share our fucking nerd shit. Then I go, ah, that wasn't fulfilling. And then I throw my phone. Then I leave and I go, ah, oh, I wonder if she responded. Person I didn't like talking to in the first place. <laughs> so now I just now that it's I delete a bunch of uh, apps. And then when I need to use them, I re-download them, and then I throw them Did away. you delete the Hinge app? It's all, yeah, it's gone. I'm off. Why? You got addicted? No, it's not that I got addicted. I just, I, I'm for sure not ready. You know what's fucking crazy about the quarantine is, like, it felt like I had been split up from Kelsey for, like, close to a year. And then I thought about the last time I had actually seen her. It was like four months ago. Time <laughs> is creeping by at a crawl. Yeah. So I had no frame of reference. I couldn't like gauge how much time had passed. So right. I'm like sitting there and my friends are like, yeah, get on the dating apps, man. It'll really boost your ego. And then I'm like having all these thoughts where I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for this shit. And then when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm really not ready. I've been in a relationship for eight years, and then I just tried to start dating six months after the fact. What am I, insane? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's too soon. I mean, it could be. It could be too soon. Yeah, it's too soon. You know, I mean, only you know. True. Only you know. I mean, you, you, you might be a listener, and you might be saying, but I'm ready to date. Date. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, date. I thought I was ready. Then I went on a date. And then it hit me like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the whole time. I, uh, nope, I can't. I mean, perfectly great girl. No problems with her. It's just I'm just sitting there going like, nope. I'm not ready. Don't. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. It has nothing to do with her. I'm just like, I'm just now getting used to the idea of my new life alone. Like, I just now am like, I like sleeping alone. I like... My schedule I've set for myself. Uh-huh. I like having my cat and my stripper roommate snake. <laughs> <laughs> I live with a stripper and she has a snake. And I like coming, hanging with you guys and doing this. I and- love how you throw that part in, in there <laughs> and try and make it sound like it's just normal. It's just how it is, man. I like my simple life with my stripper roommate snake. <laughs> Yeah, everybody can relate. <laughs> like, I don't even know if we've talked about your stripper roommate before. No, we haven't. She's delightful. She's a lot. She's French, and she'll randomly speak to me in French. Does she strip in French? <laughs> she might. She's very, very French in the way that she's, like, f- very free with her, like, nudity and stuff. And so, like... She's just like, how do you feel about nudity? Because I'm used to walking around the apartment naked. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even think my ex did that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she's um, she's an interesting lady. She has a snake. She wants to grow the snake out. And then when COVID ends and she can go back to performing, she wants to strip with the snake. Much like Selma Hayek in From Dust Till Dawn. 
I was going to say, that's so 90s. It's the 90s, most 90s thing ever. Yeah, of stripping with a snake. Yeah, and she wants to strip with a snake. And I say, fantastic. What kind of snake is it? It's one of those snakes that it's got like black spots on it and it's like kind of green. Her name is Duchess. I've seen her eat mice. It's the fucking creepiest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I would rather have a kangaroo. Does she feed it live mice? No. Because she's Buddhist. This is so fucking weird. She's a practicing Buddhist. Yeah. Uh-huh. Of course so, she is. So, But she wants a snake, but she can't like feed the snake like vegan mice, because there's no such thing as that. That's that's right. <laughs> you can't give a snake tofu. So she, Okay, so she, she moved back in. She was going through a breakup. Moved back into the apartment. I initially moved into this apartment because it's a two-bedroom. I only have to pay for my half of the rent, but she was going to be with her boyfriend. But just like what COVID's been doing to everybody, they break up just like everybody else. She moves back in. And when she moves back in, she moved in a bunch of boxes that said frozen mice. And I didn't know what that was. I thought it was like a cuisine, like some sort of French cuisine called frozen mice. Like, have you ever had frozen mice? It's like rice peel off. (laughs) But it was actual fucking frozen mice. So she gets hot water. She takes frozen mice in a little baggie. Puts it in the hot water, lets them thaw, and then grabs these tongs, grabs the fucking mouse by the tail, opens up the fucking lid, and dangles the mouse, and the the snake will just be chilling in its rock. It'll sense there's food, so it'll look up, see this dangling dead mouse. It just, as lightning fucking fast, just comes out of its rock, grabs the mouse. We watch it. It's the most mesmerizing thing I've ever seen. It unhinging its jaw and then swallowing this goddamn mouse to the point where, like the tail will be sticking out of its mouth and it looks like it's sticking its tongue out at you. <laughs> it's fucking creepy as fuck. And her name is Duchess and she's a little sweetheart. You're never getting a girl. <laughs> I got sent a meme. We got a meme? From Somebody a, sent us a meme? From a listener. This is what they said beforehand. <laughs> you can use this for what does this meme and Greg can rip it to shreds per usual. That is so unfair. Uh-huh. And that's, that's a stereotyping <laughs> of me that I don't care for. This is from Leah Turner. I'm, I am like the most open-hearted person on the show. You cannot stop trashing me for my meme segment. And it's hurtful. And when I read it, I'm like, he's definitely not going to like it. But I'm going to fucking stand behind it. This is not only Leah's. This is also mine. All right? Okay. That's how I'm standing firm. I don't care what kind of garbage you you throw my way. just ruined it. Yep. Here we go. (laughs) Leah and Kane bring in this meme for meme segment. Take criticism. Smash it into dust. Add color and use it to paint breathtaking images of unicorns frolicking through the endless fields of greatness. I like it. Fuck off. I like it. You're such an asshole. I like it. Do you? Yeah. It's creative. Stop doing the opposite of things we think you're creative. It is creative. You know what I just did there? I liked it. I took your criticism and I smashed into dust. 
But I didn't criticize it. But no, I mean just in general. <laughs> Anytime you give me criticism, I smash it into dust. No. And I paint unicorns. I don't think I've seen that happen. <laughs> We're talking about it. I'm a very resilient person. What do you have? These are, you know, I'm starting to lose faith in the internet. Three things you're in control of. Your response to your feelings, what you hold on to, and what you let go. Three things you're in control of. It's true. That's a fact. Your response to your feelings, what mm-hmm. you hold on to, and what you let go. Uh-huh. I know I'm in control of my feelings for that meme. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> You can't just not like it because that's what I do. That's true, (laughs) but I also just don't like it. It's almost so simple Mm -hmm. that you can't not like it. You can not like it because I wrote that to myself yesterday. I had to sit down and calm myself down, and I had to write to myself, Hey, man, you're not in control of anything other than your reactions. To these things and your own feelings. Right. And what so, you hold on to. And what, what you hold on, on to. to and and I, what I, you let go. So I, so essentially you stole from me. <laughs> you took out my own thoughts. I took your own thoughts. <laughs> and took it away. But I, yeah, I mean, it's a good reminder. It is a good reminder. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't make me want to go and conquer the universe and ride my unicorn through greatness, through fields of greatness. Yeah. The smashing woman's good. Yeah. It's criticism into dust. Yeah. That criticism is all the colors of the rainbow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. When you finally learn that a person's behavior has more to do with their own internal struggle than it ever did with you, you learn grace. Oh, the end of that was terrible. <laughs> you learn grace? Ew. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and your grace. That's what's wrong with me. <laughs> I don't like your grace. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good one. It's okay. I did the ending really me- messes with me. Yeah, I don't like the ending at all. You learn grace. You learn, you grace. learn grace. Don't Do tell me what I learn. By the way, don't fucking throw at me what I learn. I know what I learn. I know what I feel. That's what I'm in control of. Lest we forget. You're really in a kind of a space today. <laughs> I think it's going to be very difficult for you to find a girlfriend. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> I would be I, You're really in a space. I would be very charming on a date. You would <laughs> I'm a very charming person on a date. Yeah. No, sure. I will bring things, I will pay for stuff, you know? I will bring music. You might not like it, <laughs> but I'll bring it. I'll just bring different mixtapes I've made over the years. Is that puddle of mud and Soundgarden? <laughs> And Mariah Carey? Who the fuck are you? You don't care about anybody. <laughs> you care for no one. Come on, man. Or like that fucking Whitney. I remember one time I had a Whitney Houston song and it was, um, it was uh, uh, I just want to dance with somebody. And then the song that clicked. You said that out loud. Oh. You're saying all of this out loud right now. I want to dance with somebody. That's a good song. And then immediately clicked over and it was um, the band that goes down with the sickness. <laughs> Disturbed. It went from I want to dance with somebody to those albums or the fucking mixes make no sense. 
They did. They don't make any sense. <laughs> they make zero sense. But that'll be a fun date. Think about it. You're on a date with me. You're in my car. I throw in a CD for some reason. And then they ask you if you have any music from the past 10 years. <laughs> I go, do I? Who's your favorite artist currently recording music? <laughs> currently? Yeah. Were they popular in the 90s? Because currently, Boys to Men is still doing stuff. Currently making music right now. I don't Boys know if to they're men. like making music. But they, they perform. That's your favorite thing right I now. I love Boys to Men. Who doesn't? Eh, Boys to Men, ABC, BBD. <laughs> Go ahead. Try and figure me out, man. I, you can't do it. I'm, I'm try- an enigma. I'm trying to leave. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fun date. Listening to shit music or good music. You know? Some Limp Biscuit from the Mission Impossible soundtrack. Oh, boy. Yeah. Look at Pat just shaking his head over there. And then... <laughs> And then some... just shaking his head. He's just shaking his head. Just silently trying to not, like, all the things that he likes about you are suddenly on the table. Yeah. It's like, I, oh, maybe I, like... I don't know, Kane. I like to play uh, friendship roulette with people. Your music taste will do that. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> I'm not inspired, but I'm also not sad. I still want to, like, go and conquer my, my day. Make sure I, I like the meme about the rainbows or whatever. The rainbows, yeah. And it's also a good way of... Uh, it's like expanding on Don't Take Bullshit from Fuckers, which is a meme which started out as a, the as first a, meme of the show. It was the first meme? Yeah. yeah. So, Don't Take Bullshit from Fuckers can turn into smashing criticism into dust. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. So, I had this idea. We're deciding if this is a good idea, by the way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> as a group, as a threesome. Yes, everybody. And then everybody out there who would be interested in this idea, if you want to do this with somebody. Now, don't just feel sorry for Kane and like his date. <laughs> <laughs> I don't not- be the person that's like, oh, I liked it, Kane. <laughs> You either like it or you don't, but don't be like, but I feel for Cade. You don't. don't have to, I don't need any pity, by the way. You don't have to pity me. If you don't like the date, I'm perfectly capable of taking that criticism, smashing it into dust. Let's just say, to like, yeah, you don't have to be on my side if you don't like it, but I think that this is a wonderful idea, and we should all try and do this at some point. Okay, so this is contingent on the fact that you've already had a few dates, and you really, really really enjoy talking to the person. Maybe you've kissed, so you have that to do as well, and you you like doing that stuff, you know, and hand stuff. (laughs) Let's say it's date four and you've moved on to hand stuff because it's coronavirus. Let's try and take our time. But this would be maybe like date five or six or something like that. What I want to do is spend the entire day with somebody and not talk at all. From fucking sun up to sundown, I don't want to say a single word to each other. I just want to hang out with you and do a bunch of stuff. Like, we do all kinds of shit, but we never speak. And we just sort of get to know each other's body language. You guys hate it. (laughs) (laughs) You... You were, it was as if you were, you were being told, you were like at a will reading 
<laughs> and you were told that you're getting nothing. <laughs> Look on your face. What's wrong with that? Nobody likes that idea. I think it's fucking enchanting. Come on. Fuck all of you. Uh, your next date is going to be a test. Let's see if you pass. Come on, man. What don't you like about it? All of it. Why? From the beginning. What are you talking about? It's too... It's too forced. It's too... What are you not saying to each other? I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> I've never done it. But I, I want to do it. I can imagine the person would go, okay, so now what happens? <laughs> you just do, you plan out the day beforehand. Like you jump on the phone and you're like, all right, so here's our day. All right, first. You can't go to a movie. Can go to a movie. Absolutely. No, but this. Well, let's, you wouldn't talk during a movie anyway. Right, but you, it's something you do. And then you don't talk about the movie afterwards. No. Dumbest idea I've ever It's heard. not dumb. The Look, dumbest thing I've ever heard. Okay, maybe you don't go to a movie, but like, let's say things are open. Okay, if you don't go to a movie. Okay, let's say things are open. Let's say things are open. You go and pick her up, and then you just, you have music ready, and then you just sort of like... Oh my God. Share the fucking music ride, right? You just plug your phone in, and then you, sh- you know, we'll listen to some of her music, we listen to some of my music, that's throughout the day. Then you go get some lunch. See, the problem is when you have to, like, order food because you can't just point at the (laughs) menu. I'm seeing flaws in this already, but but let's say that that's the one caveat is you get to fucking order food because you have to because you're hungry. Uh But then you don't talk during the food eating. No, I got it. I got it. You order food beforehand and then you go eat in a park. Yeah. Aha. So you go to the park and you eat your food there. So you don't have to worry about talking to other people. Then you eat your food in the park and then you just enjoy each other's company there. Then maybe you go to like the beach or something. You're just strolling along the beach. You can listen to the waves. Maybe you hold each other's hand. Maybe you go hunt for like a little tiny little crabs under the rocks and stuff. But you don't tell the person that's what you're doing. You just start doing it. You tell her beforehand. You jump you start on the phone for crabs. Yeah, you, you lift open a rock, grab a stick and you just... I used to do that with my family all the time. It was a lot of fun. So then you maybe you spend the night at the, the beach. Maybe there's like a bar or something. You go to the bar and then you just go and, and chill there and have some drinks and some food there. You order from the bar. One person runs away from the other person, orders at the bar, comes back, and then you just enjoy each other's company at that bar and then you drive home and you listen to more music and then you kiss goodnight and then bam, and that's the date. I think you would learn so much about a person from not talking to them. I don't think you're going to get a girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, I want you to. <laughs> I really want you to, but uh, I guess I think you could learn about somebody doing that. You could also learn about somebody if you tickled them the entire time you were spending with them. You just tickled them. You'd actually learn more about the tickler than you would about the tickled, because who the fuck would tickle somebody all day? And also, a chronic tickler, that's a fucker. <laughs> Someone who's <laughs> always tickling somebody. What a hole in your heart do you have to fill that you need to go up and ruin somebody's day by tickling I don't know. Them? I mean, it's extreme. I just don't know that I would... I just think when you first like somebody, like you just want to talk to them. I know. And I'm a chatterbox. I love to talk. It's one of my favorite things to do. 
I mean, I guess if you could find someone that was, well, look, that's something you want to do. You came. Yes. So if you found somebody that also wanted to do that, maybe mm-hmm. that's your person. Yeah. You can like surprise each other without telling each other you're bringing surprises to the date. You know, like you could be fucking eating lunch at the park and then they bring out something you previously talked about in previous dates or chats on the phone. They bring it out on the silent date. And then your reaction has to be like, you know, quiet. <laughs> you gotta be like, uh, like a silent movie almost. And you get to hug and then they get to see the expression on your face without you having to like talk about it, you know, like actually say words out loud. You know, you can fucking say thank you with your body language. It comes from the, the scene in Pulp Fiction when Uma Thurman and Travolta are sitting there and they have nothing to talk about. Like they're just sitting there trying to figure out what to say. And then she brings up, like, why do we feel like we need to talk about inane horseshit to each other? Like, you know, you found someone special when you can just shut the fuck up. Yeah, but you find that out like seven years into the relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I want to fucking do it date six or ten or whatever. It doesn't have to be like the first few dates, but it could be like maybe we're starting to become boyfriend and girlfriend. Like maybe we're easing into that title. Hey, do you want to do the silent date? Look, I say good luck with it. Thank you. I say, I say, give it a shot. Uh, if you're listening and you think Kane's idea for a silent date is enchanting, let us know. Yeah, please. Let, let us know what you think. Also, if you think it's insane, let us know. <laughs> it's not insane. I think it would spark many discussions afterwards. I never noticed this about you. These things that you do, the way you smile, all these things I noticed from just interacting with you without talking. I got to look at your face and see. So how you imagine you... that the entire time you're just looking at each other. Well, you could be looking at each other. You can look at your surroundings. And maybe it doesn't have to be the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, maybe it's for like a few hours. just during the movie? <laughs> I know it sounds like an impossibility, but it would just, you know... I mean, there's something romantic about the idea of not having to share words with somebody, certainly. But I don't know that I would try to make that date five. Okay, yeah, sure. Maybe I'm flawed there. And also trying to make it a whole day. You know, I haven't really really worked out the kinks because I've never done it yet. I haven't done it yet. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Now I want it to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Because I want the results. So I want to know, I really actually am hoping Mm -hmm. that you get to date five with somebody. Yeah. And it is now date five, officially. Oh, it's officially date five? Fuck. Okay. And then you got to do it on date five. (laughs) Well, I'm going to make them listen to this episode then. Yeah. And if you want to go on a silent date with Kane. (laughs) It would be over Zoom. Hit us up. (laughs) It would be over. Yeah. Just staring at each other on Zoom. (laughs) See if you can get into a stare down with Kane on Zoom. <laughs> I feel like there would be a lot of see who's the first to blink contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah, there'd be a lot of that. And rock, paper, scissors. You got to do something. <laughs> a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of that. Well, you know, if you enjoy us, then uh, let us know. You can send all of your messages, questions, thoughts on this silent date, thirst trap photos. You can send them all to dtbffpodcast at gmail.com or dtbffpodcast on Instagram. If you want to message me personally, it's at Kane Holloway. And I'm It's Gregors on Instagram. Also, you can go to gregbarrent.com, sign up there, get a free download of a meditation. 
which I still have up there for how to not take bullshit from fuckers, get on my mailing list and get invited to events that we do. We'll probably, I think maybe October, we'll do another Don't Take Bullshit from Fuckers workshop. Yeah, I love those. We did one of those before and we enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. $35,000 a customer. And we'll get a ticket link all (laughs) set up and ready. And we're going to also call you the customer. The customer. Hello, Mr. Customer, Mrs. Customer. (laughs) All right. Uh, And also, let's not forget, don't take bullshit from fuckers. Fuck them. Hey there. If you like the show, you can find bonus episodes and more at our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast, And then rate the show five stars on iTunes because it's the right thing to do. All music by the Raining Monarchs, produced by Patrick Elliott.